going to do top 20 movies forsaking all others top 20 totally you can only keep 20 movies which is a lot of movies but once you've seen 20 movies you're really tired of watching them there's certain movies i could watch endlessly is it my turn to go first number 20 uh number 20 i went with full metal jacket oh that's a good one the the rant at the beginning of that movie i I love. I can watch over and over. It's such a quotable movie. So many great quotes came out of that. Yeah. So that was my number 20. I went with Full Metal Jacket. Booyah. Awesome. Number 20. All right. I think my number 20 is going to sum up the entire list. All right. Now, this is a movie that I loved when I was a kid, and that is Best of the Best. Hell yeah, dude. Best of the Best. That's a good one. That did not make my list. (laughs) <laughs> the only reason it didn't Dude, is because I didn't think Legends of, of the eighties. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I haven't watched that movie in probably probably about twenty years. Yeah, it brings you back to like early teens. Yeah. Well, I was like, like eleven years old or something at that time when I like saw it. I was like, Whoa! So we're, we're coming in <laughs> strong. Full Metal Jacket and uh, Best of the Best for number twenty. Best of the best. Number Number 19 of my top 20, I went with Shawshank Redemption. I almost almost made my list. That's a good movie. That movie should probably be number one, but it's not. Yeah, that is a great movie. The narration by Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Awesome. That was my number 19, Shawshank Redemption. Number 19. 19 is going to be Kickboxer. You went full-blown martial arts for your list. I love Kickboxer. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. It is awesome. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've watched it, and like you know, sleepovers, just hanging out. Then instantly, like after I'm done watching, I want to do. I want to be a kickboxer and I start kicking shit. How? <laughs> it gets you, you know all. That... It gets you all fired up. You start just feeling <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that was that's your number nineteen, kickbox. Number nineteen, kickboxer. It can only get better from here. I sure hope so. Number eighteen. I'm gonna go with the Godfather, and oh, very all, nice. All three of them. Yeah, it's not like part one and part two are just like completely different. You know, it all blends into each other. The second one's my favorite. Like if I had to pick a favorite one out of the three, I think it would be the second one. Yeah, my love, my wife really loves that movie. Um, everybody I know loves that movie. I actually have owned it. Can I tell you a secret? I've never seen it. Oh, I've seen parts of it, dude. That's when I was growing up, I was always being played at the house and shit. But I've never sat down and said, all right, dude, I'm going to watch The Godfather. You should. You should watch it. That was my number 18, The Godfather. That was a great number 18. Number 18. All right, my number 18 is going to be Limitless. It's about a pill, a drug that you can take, and it basically allows you to use your brain like 100%. Without, you know, without like really spoiling or whatever, but basically you take this drug, it unlocks your brain, and the way the scenes are shot when you take the drug, 
it's great. Yeah. But it really breaks down like how he's seeing and like perceiving everything right. and putting two or two together and like, oh, calculating things so fast. What's a twist? So that was your number 18? Yes. Number 17. Moving right along here. Now, my number 17 was Ninja Scroll. Oh, shit. Ninja Scroll is the best. Brutal. Yeah. It's it's the fucking coolest anime I've ever seen. Ninja Scroll's bad, man. That way, there's a bar shutter. My band, 20-Sided Die, we actually wrote songs about Ninja Scroll. That's how much we like that that movie. All right, what you got for number 17? Number 17. My number 17 is The Brave Little Toaster. That was scary as fuck at some points, dude. Yeah. There's some terrifying shit in that. It was, especially when you're like a little kid, you know. Yeah, and the animation style is great. Yeah, it is. When you're a kid, everything fucking freaks you out. So that's awesome. So this is number 17. We're going to do the Brave Little Toaster. Absolutely. Number 16. Number 16 was Waterworld. Wow. Well, take your word for it. Did you ever watch it? I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. What I hold in my hand right now is a movie poster. Replica of Waterworld. I'm going to take a picture, send it to you that way, then I'm really going to pack it up and send it to you. So some dude can beep outside your house and tell you the package. Dude, that would be awesome. That do you do you know the amount of hate that movie's gotten? That's why I'm laughing about it. Going, do we just pick that movie apart on Record it, Store Day? Yeah, that was free in one of our grab bags, and we were hoping it was like, what the fuck is this? Is it cool? It is. I like it. A lot of people don't like it. It bombed. Like when it came out, it fucking tanked. And I guess they spent. That's a, what I hear. It's they spent a shit ton of money on it. Mm-hmm. But it's an awesome movie. It drags like you have to. It's probably three hours. Wow, it's drawn out. These people are out in the in the ocean. Like everything's just ocean. I feel like it just paints this picture of this is the monotony of living in the middle of fucking water all the time. When I was told, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I was told that it was a terrible movie, and like I said, when we got this poster, and the dude's just ripping it apart, I'm thinking like, if it's that bad. I got to see at least a little bit or watch a YouTube like best of or worst of this movie because I mean, I can't remember what movie it came out right after. It was like Kevin Cocker's huge hit. And they're like, they came up with this next. It was supposed to be humongous. I remember just falling flat, you know what I mean? Going, "Uh, I didn't think it was that bad. It probably followed up dances with wolves. Yeah. So Waterworld 16. Number 16. Well, my 16 is going to eat your 16 alive because I got Evil Dead. So it's a, you know what? I say Evil Dead. Doesn't matter which one. Doesn't matter what part of the story you look at because it's, you're going to be watching all of them anyways. So, so Evil Dead is awesome. I love Ash. I actually have the lunchbox. Evil Dead. Number For my number 15, I went with Dead Alive, the, the earlier Peter Jackson like yeah. gory flick that is an oh i love i that is so much fun to watch i can watch that movie over and over and over again the priest in it you remember the priest oh, i kick ass for the lord or whatever the fuck he said <laughs> so awesome i i gotta say it's been so long since i've seen it dude i just remember that was a classic it's so over the top ridiculous that movie has the most blood i've ever seen in a movie I think they brag that they have the most blood in their movie. <laughs> that was their thing. 
Yeah, just gallons. Of, it's so funny. So that was it. 15 was dead alive. That's an awesome movie, bro. That really is. That's like a zombie movie without really being one. That's the only zombie movie you ever need to watch because that's the only one that's really entertaining. <laughs> Number 15. Number 15. I got It. Stephen King's It, the original. The original with... Um, Tim Curry. John Ritter, Tim Curry. Isn't it like two movies in one or something? It's like or? three and a half, four hours-ish, something like that. Um, but yeah, wonderful and very engrossing. Um, the end, I wasn't a big fan of the end, but it wasn't It wasn't the finish line. It was a journey. Right, yeah. But I fucking love it. It's a great movie. My wife's way into it. We have a lot of Pennywise memorabilia hanging around the house. Nice. So it's creepy awesome. Creepy awesome. What's your number 14? Number 14, I went with Event Horizon. Oh, no way. Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne. Is that about aliens or an abduction or? That movie's about like a whole other force. The movie is so psychologically scary. Hmm. This is really intriguing. I've never seen it. I've heard a lot about it. Um, that's why I'm asking. I was like, tell me more. I, <laughs> I, I always. I don't really want to explain it because it'll give a mm. lot of it away. You you really just have to watch it to understand it. It's not that abstract, but it's it's pretty uh, cool. Not well played, man. I'm happy. There's a lot of things in your list so far that I'm sure there'd be more that I haven't heard of or I haven't seen. Number fourteen is the Lost Boys, the original. I can't. How many people were in that movie that were famous? All of them. I mean, yeah, that was every single one in there. Tons of people in that movie, yeah. They they did that movie, and then they became colossal stars, all of them. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, the sequels, I'm not, <laughs> never mind about the sequels, don't even bother with the sequels. I've never watched the sequel. Don't, don't, dude, it's terrible. No, I'm fine um, with it. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Just because I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, all of them, because, you know, some were saying that, but not this one. Absolutely not. Nice. Yeah, 80s classic right there, dude. That was awesome vampire movie. That was your number 14, Lost Boys. That was my number 14. Number 13. Number 13. I went with G.I. Joe the movie. The cartoon. The cartoon? Yeah, from back oh. in the 80s. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> dude, I'm like, huh, that's, that's out of character. <laughs> The legit, the straight up legit G.I. Yeah. Joe movie. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, dude. Now I'm with you. Now I'm down, dude. That's my, yeah. That is, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. The green tape? Dude. It had the green VHS tape? That's ingrained right there, dude. I even lost the cover. It was just a green VHS <laughs> tape. I can't even talk, man. Maybe I have that, dude. If I have it, I'm taking a picture and sending it to you. Fuck yeah, G.I. Joe, man. Ah, I wish I put Transformers on mine now. <laughs> that was my number 13. Number 13. Number 13 is cool, but not as cool as that. Fuck, I got Only the Strong. I've never seen Only the Strong. What is that? Nah, that's a shout out to that's a shout out to my boy Larry Blake. He knows what the fuck's up when it comes to Only the Strong. So Quick story, it's a couple later movie. It's a movie based on that, basically, and it's very 90s, you know. Dojo opens up in the ghetto, and <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying. The kids are getting involved in all that jazz. But it's, it's to me, 
it's just great, dude. I mean, I, I laugh, I smile every time I watch it. It's still like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so cheesy. Yeah, it, it's it's great, dude. It has some great memories behind it. But yeah, me and him used to practice cop away to like, you know, not serious, but like on each other. Just messing around, like just cop away to drugs. In the backyard with a couple other dudes and their older brothers and just beating them up or letting them beat us up. And, <laughs> oh, man. Told you, we watch one of these movies so you can go off you and get you all fired up. up. You say, let's go out and fucking, hell yeah, dude. I know. I Yo, know. do that to me real quick. <laughs> so, fuck yeah, man. And the soundtrack is great. You gotta check that out just for fun, all right? Yeah, I will. I will definitely check that out. Number 13 was your your number 13 was Only the Strong. Only the Strong. A Capoeira love story. <laughs> yeah, I just so. <laughs> Top dozen. Here we go. Number 12, I got Fist of the North Star, the movie. I've never seen that. I've always wanted to see that. There's way more re- just overdone brutal brutality, I guess. In Fist of the North Star, and way more badass moves, like way more shit talking. Ninja Scroll is a more comprehensive, uh, structured story. Fist mm-hmm. of the North Star is just chaos. It's just fucking. <laughs> it's just Billy badass chaos the whole time. <laughs> we used to say that a lot, dude, back in the day. That's my number twelve, Fist of the North Star. Number 12 is The Matrix. I don't give a fuck about the second and third one. Everybody's ambitions just got lower, and people are just like, eh, we're never going to be as good as the first one, so why even try? The first one was amazing, dude. So, and I don't know. That was the first time I was like, yeah, dude, I wonder if that's real. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean, dude? Like, huh, there's got to be some truth to that. That's right. And that set me on a weird path. So... Yeah, The Matrix. Yeah, that's essential in my life. That's a good number one, to be honest. I mean, The, the Matrix is a great movie. Fuck yeah, dude. Easy number 11, I went with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. The original one from the 80s. The cartoon one or the live action? The live act. well, the costume one. I mean, that- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that one was awesome. Yeah, that was a great movie. Even the t- the second one, that one was pretty dope, too. No, they were both great. That series of movies was pretty good. Dude, Turtles were hot. I mean, they were everywhere, dude. And that came out, and that just made it worse. Yep, it's all about marketing. <laughs> and it fucking worked. It's all about marketing. Write that shit down on a piece of paper and hand it to me and say, yo, this, is a, this shit's going to take off. And I open that piece <laughs> of paper up, and it says, grown-ass turtles with fucking headbands on and swords. <laughs> well, I, it does actually still kind of sound good. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Actually, I kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I stand. I stand corrected. I'm really happy you put that on there, there, because I was such a huge fan. Still am. Not as much as the newer stuff, dude. Just a classic. You know what I mean? Just a classic. If I see an old school '80s, you know, Donatello figure with no weapon and shit at a tag sale, I'd probably buy it. <laughs> I'm not knocking on the new ones. Like I'm. I'm not really knocking on the new uh, GI Joes either. But right. they don't mean as much to me as the shit that I watched when I was younger. And if I'm if no. we're gonna if we're gonna forsake all other ones, I want the ones that I'm familiar with and that I know I'm gonna enjoy. Very good. That was my number eleven. Number eleven, I'm gonna put down what the bleep do we know? They showed this to me in school. 
right way back in the day. And it's, uh, it's a movie slash kind of documentary, but it's more like a movie um, about quantum physics, quantum theory, mechanics, and all that fun stuff. And the way it's, it's played out scene by scene, when you buy the DVD, it comes with three. Same exact movie. Scenes are rearranged. So when you watch it, your brain, you know, thinks about it differently or perceives it differently, which is really neat. I would look it up on YouTube or, you know, any kind of little videos about it first and just check out a couple things and see the picture interest before you watch the whole movie. But, yeah, some really interesting stuff in there. Some things are debatable, like just like everything else online. But, yeah, it's pretty neat. Worth a watch. So you would take that with you in your top 20, forsaking all other movies. You would take... What the bleep do we know further down the rabbit hole? Absolutely. Oh, hands down, dude. That could probably be my top five. Number 10. All right, my number 10 was Star Wars The Return of the Jedi. I mean, I guess I could take all the Star Wars. I don't really want all of them. That's the only one I would need, Return of the Jedi, man. That's the best one. That's the best one. (laughs) I'll argue that point. I think the first three are equally as awesome, so that's that's where I stand, you know. Number 10, Return of the Jedi. What you got for number 10? Number 10. All right, number 10. I'm coming in with The Outsiders. The Outsiders. That's a good movie, dude. I like The Outsiders a lot, dude. That was great. I don't know how many times I've seen it, dude. Rented it from, My brother rented it from the library once, never gave it back, and then I ended up with it, and... I think I still have that library copied downstairs in the collection somewhere all scratched to hell. That's a great movie. I mean, star-packed as well, too. Star-packed. Star-studded, if you <laughs> Number 10, The Outsiders, with Ref and Machi. <laughs> Moving on to yours. <laughs> all right. Oh, damn. What the fuck you going? I don't know. Oh, number nine, The NeverEnding Story. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, dude. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Hell yeah. That movie's great. The NeverEnding Story is a great movie. Everybody should see the Never. Everybody. It doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah, you know, like really younger kids might have a problem with some of the shit there because some of the shit leaves fucking lasting scars in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, I think my, my kid's seen it already. I think I showed it to uh, Joey when he was like four or five or something like that. I always try to reintroduce it every couple of years. Like, oh, yeah, remember this movie? It's such an emotional movie. It is. And every time, the fucking statues with the lasers coming out the rise, they get me every time. Every time I think, <laughs> yo, he's going to get hit for real this time. <laughs> he's not going to make it this time. Every time. Yeah, I feel the same way about Treyu making it out of that mud. But yeah, for real. That never happens either. Atreyu, come on, man. Uh, that's a sad scene. Yeah, man, that, that really will make me ball every time I watch it. You know what else with the uh, the rock giant when he's, like, dying and shit? I, I, I got to oh, yeah. cut Like, there's so many sad scenes in that movie, <laughs> and it does not leave you on a high note either. It really doesn't. It doesn't. Like, I know at the end it's the kid... Riding on the back of fucking Falcor and but like you're like, okay, I guess that was a good ending, but why do I still wanna why do I still feel so depressed, you know? Like Yeah, you do leave that that movie just 
it, it sticks with you. It just it shows really you, yeah. You. It just it shows you that nothing is always there. It's always there, man. Right. It's always there. So you never, there, you can't defeat it. You just have to hold it at bay. That's all you can do. And you know the worst thing that really leaves you with? What's that? The sequel. Yeah, fuck the oh. <laughs> fuck the sequel. <laughs> the worst thing that leaves you with? What the fuck? Why would they even make that fuck? Holy shit. It's the hope of another great movie. And you're like, fuck is this? Yeah, terrible fucking movie. And that, leads, that, that sticks with you, too. That sticks with you, like, these feelings of, you know, robbery and just, like, something was taken from you. Yeah, yeah. money and time and, and it was taken from you, and you'll never get it back. Not to mention, I mean, whenever you think of the never-ending story, you think of that movie. But now I have to incorporate this fucking piece of shit. Number nine, never-ending story. What do you got for number nine? Number nine for me is Bloodsport. Bloodsport is awesome. Yes, dude. I like your list better. Your list is better than mine. I'm not afraid to admit that. Dude, we should hang out with each other in the apocalypse and watch movies, man. Yeah, for real. Dude, that right there made me want to be a fucking a Thai boxer. I never really became one. But still, it made me really, really, really <laughs> want to be one. <laughs> now, you can, ask, you can ask your sister. I used to like, try kicking trees and like poles and stuff. you like, oh, whack, yeah. whack. Pow, and pow, I don't know. Pow. But I was, you've seen me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not a very big guy. So that, it hurts. <laughs> but Bloodsport, dude, wow, man. I'm all amped up right now just thinking about it. I want to go watch Bloodsport right now. I want to watch yeah. it right now. So you came in strong at number nine, man. Bloodsport for number nine. That's a good number nine. Bloodsport. Number eight. Number eight, I went with David Lynch's Dune. That's a fucking awesome pick. It's a cool movie to watch. Like I watched it with my wife, and she was like, I can, you, show, you show me the fucking craziest shit. I said, I know. <laughs> so she wasn't a big fan. Thank you. She, she'll never watch it again, but I will. I like that movie. I encourage you. To search something out. I'm going to remind you after this, dude. It's a channel called Comic Book, Comic Book Girl 19. It's on YouTube, right? And she's a huge fucking fan. She reviews the book that just came out about it, the new movie that either came out or supposed to be coming out. You need to check this shit out, dude, because she's a huge fan and she's right up your alley. I'll check it out. Number eight. All right, number eight. I'm going to follow it up with Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Bravo. Bravo. I stayed away from Tarantino movies for this list. I know. And I also stayed away from Coen Brothers movies for this list because if I didn't, they would all, my whole list would be Coen Brothers movies and Tarantino. And it, it kind of, it, it made it so hard for me to make a list. So I just, I had to scrap both of those. But so bravo for even mentioning Tarantino. Uh, don't get me started on Tarantino movies, man. Yeah. I mean, the dialogue, I mean, just uh, so many stories being so well told, you know, in such a small amount of time. It's just great. The way it's intertwined and, and the suspense and the banter. It's a great movie. Awesome. Yeah. Number seven. Number seven. I went with The Prophecy with Christopher Walken. Yeah, I've never checked that one out. Watch it. I didn't. I put it off for a long time, and I finally watched it, and it's it's my favorite movie. It's I mean, it's obviously in my top twenty of favorite movies. I think that's one of the movies I've actually owned before. 
you know what I mean? I just never watched it. Well, all you got to say is Christopher Walken. It's Christopher Walken Dude. in an amazing performance. Amazing. I don't think he's ever taken a bad role. No, and this movie is, the, the story is so badass. It's, it's really good. It's a really good movie. Number seven. Number seven is going to be Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. Awesome movie. Awesome. Fuck yeah, man. Wow, that was a great movie. Awesome movie. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is my favorite character in that movie. Out of all of them, and, and <laughs> they're, all, they're all great characters, but Tommy Lee Jones, I, I love watching him in that movie. <laughs> He's he such a fucking shit. maniac in that movie. I know. He's uh, he's a bigger maniac than uh, Robert Downey Jr. is is a fucking madman, and Tommy Lee Jones shows him what a madman is supposed to like. You know, he's so good in that movie. Every scene Tommy Lee Jones is in, he fucking just kills. I watched that movie under some heavy influence, and <laughs> you're right. His his he's, scene? He's so crazy. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was tripping balls, dude. I, I watched that movie tripping balls, dude. Yeah, oh, and my God. That must have been something. <laughs> oh, it Jesus. was his... He just stood out. You know what? I could, I could picture his face and his hair and <laughs> just... Yeah, like towards the end of the movie there when he's really, really, really fucking losing it. Yeah, you're losing it with him. <laughs> now, that, that movie is definitely not for everybody. Because I know some people, that they can't even get through it. They're like, this is garbage. It really, really emotionally messes with you. Yeah, it does. In such a different way that, I mean, the bad guys are the, the heroes in the movie in a way. And it's kind of showing you how corrupt the world is around them and the reason why they've snapped to become the way that they are. That's true. And you actually see you know what I mean? They really walk you through the emotions. You you see a lot more of that in movies now where there's no more clear-cut good and bad guys anymore. So that's your number seven, Natural Born Killers. The director's cut. The director's cut. Number six. Number six. Number six, I went with Apocalypse Now. That's a, oh, there you go. I It gets really twisted at the end. Um... But the first like two hours of it are fantastic. Like all the whole movie is really good. The end, the ending of it is just bizarre. They had a lot of lot of stars in it as well, didn't it? Yeah, they had Dennis Hopper. Was it Dennis Hopper? They had yeah, Dennis, there's a bunch of really cool people in that movie. I remember that. They had Dennis Hopper in it towards the end. They had um, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando was in the bit at the end where it gets weird. Yeah. And he's only in it for like, he's seriously only in it for like one line. Like he has a, a tight little <laughs> monologue at the end and that's it. I know he's on the, he's on the cover of the fucking movie, but he's, he's never in it. He's only at the end. And it, yeah, they were just selling his name. It, it's really bizarre. But the rest of the movie is awesome. It's, it's, so, it, you feel like you're on that boat. Like the whole, you feel like you're on, you feel like, like you're going through all that shit. It's a cool movie. Yeah, that's definitely on my list of, I need to watch this. You know what I mean? Yeah, you need to watch Apocalypse Now. Yeah, like that and like Platoon. Yeah, Platoon was okay too. Apocalypse Now was definitely better. They were both pretty disturbing. Charlie Sheen's cool, but Daddy did it better. Number six. My number six is going to be Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, the whole shebang, all of them. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's one story. 
is. I had to pick, I probably, uh, I don't know, probably the first one. (laughs) Probably just the first one. If I had to pick, I would pick Return of the King. Um, I would actually have to refer to my wife to find out which one, because we're going to be watching together forever. So <laughs> either way, but dude, me and her would sit down and uh, we watched all three, but we were both kind of sick, just lazy one of the day. Like, yeah, and, just all the way through. They're great movies. Yeah, but we sat down and watched all of them. And I was like, wow, I've never seen them all like this. You know, I've seen one here, maybe one there, but it was just phenomenal. It really blew me away. And if it's one of the movies that I go, I mean, out of 20 movies, of course, they're going to pick something that's a marathon movie to sit back and be like. You have to. You can kill. That's a day. Like, if you want to sit home and watch Lord of the Rings, that's your entire day. Right. Exactly. Pausing between movies, get up, make some food, whatever, you know, bathroom breaks. Piss breaks and popcorn breaks. That's it. You got a movie to watch. Get back in the fucking living room. <laughs> that was your number six, The Lord of the Rings. The, the whole shebang. Yes, sir. Number five, I went with Hook, um, the Peter Pan adaptation. Oh, yeah. With um, Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams. um, Rufio. Rufio. That movie is (laughs) awesome, dude. That's a great movie. That is a good one. Yeah, I mean, Robin Williams is just really... I don't know. I mean, he just really portrayed like, as an adult, as you feel now, going, I mean, what? I'm not going to imagine this. I'm trying. I hate that he's dead. I, I hate that for whatever he was going through to that made him take his own life. Um, I wish he found a way to relieve that. I wish he found a way to come to terms with that somehow. I, I know that's a lot of people struggle with that. Some people, you know, overcome the struggle. Some people don't. Number four. David Bowie's The Labyrinth. David Bowie, baby. Oh, my God, dude. I The second I saw it when I was a kid, I just knew. I just knew. I was like, I'm never going to stop watching this movie. I don't think I've ever seen it front to back. I've seen chunks of it, like large chunks. I've probably seen the entire movie. The way I watch movies, man. But I've never, I've never watched the movie all the way from front to back. The soundtrack is awesome. David Bowie's awesome, dude. We got to go to the movie theater. Um, they they're playing at a local movie theater here, and um, with uh, my son Joey. Yeah. And we sat there and watched the movie in the big screen. Dude entered the contest. He won. Like uh, he picked a DVD. So just we have a backup dad. Word. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, Joey. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really neat, dude. Just to sit back and actually enjoy that experience with them on the big screen. My one of my favorite movies of all time. That's a good pick, and that's your number five. Yeah, definitely. Number five. Number four. Number four, I went with Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's a great pick. What do you got for number three? What, what do you want me to say? <laughs> it's, it's Beetlejuice. Dude, Winona Ryder was awesome in that, dude. There's so yeah. many jokes I didn't get when I was a kid that when I grew up, I was like, oh, Prince Valium. Now I get it. Yeah, she was awesome in that movie. Everybody was really good in that movie. But Michael Keaton was wide fucking open in that movie. That must have been really fun to shoot, to be honest. Yeah, I would think so, too. That would have been cool. So that was my number four. Number four. Really short, but awesome. Kung Fury. Oh. 
I'm jealous that I didn't put that on there. Dude, True Survivor? Wow. That movie was off the fucking chain. <laughs> yes, it was, dude. Yes, it was. Oh I've never felt God. happier watching a movie. I've never wanted a movie to never end like I've experienced during this movie. You know but what I mean? The, Going. the good thing is it's only 30 minutes, and you can just watch it again. And it's categorized as a movie, not a TV show, nothing like that. It's just a short movie. And they have the best one-liners, and they have Triceracop. It's just neat, dude. It's 80s retro to the fucking max. Like, shove it down your throat and choke you with it. You remember, you know the, the fight scene where he's like 2D scrolling and all the guys are just coming at him and he's just destroying all of them? Is that, that, oh, hell that scene yeah. is really, really badass. That's a really fucking clever scene. And it's funny. It's really funny, too. Yeah. When he had the tank, and he's like, thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's so many funny-ass moments in that 30 minutes See, of a dude, movie. that's why it's on the list, man. Yeah. I was struck by lightning and bitten by a cobra. <laughs> that's awesome. Top three. Here we go. Number three. Number three. I went with The Protector, too. All of his movies could have made this list. Any one of I was trying to think of which one I wanted to put on this list because if if I'm gonna grab twenty movies, I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab me some Tony Jaa. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just this one scene where he fights his way through a hotel, like up a spiral staircase. Yeah, it's like a it's probably about a four minute fight scene, and it's all one camera shot. So they start from the bottom, and the choreography is just that steady and smooth. It's it's beautiful. Huh. I watched it so many times. Oh, that sounds amazing. Speaking of Capoeira, they have a Capoeira fight in a fucking burning building with water on the floor. So every time they slap their legs down or hit them moves, fucking water splashes. Yeah. Watch it. That must look dope. Like, if you watch that one, you're going to say, who the fuck is Tony Jaa? You're going to start getting all this shit. Because he's... <laughs> this motherfucker? He, he's, he's for real. He's fucking for real. Excellent, excellent recommendation. That's something I'm definitely going to take you up on because you know how I love my martial art movie. Yo, you will like that movie. I, I'm, I'm already liking it. Just just talking to you about this shit, I'm all amped up. Number three. All right, so number three is going to be Dawn of the Dead. The remake. The remake of Dawn of the Dead. Hell yeah, man. Dude, check it out. The first one is amazing. Same same premise, but in the first one, it's slow-moving zombies, and the second one, it's fast-moving zombies. Uh, so that changes up the dynamic right there. Um, I, I, love, I love me some slow-moving zombies. A lot easier for me. But uh, just the way they just shoot every scene, the... The dialogue between the characters, I mean, it's just really well done. It takes a movie that was really cool and says, here, you should probably smoke some of this meth, and it's going to get really fucked up. That sounds pretty dope, especially if you like Dawn of the Dead. Now, how do those movies work? Do they Is that all, like, from Night of the Living Dead, or, or is that, like, totally separate, separate yeah. movies? No, 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 it's all from Night of the Living Dead, same universe. Okay. Well, there you go. Number three. That was your number three? Was Dawn of the Dead? Number three. Dawn of the Dead, the remix. Number two. Number two, I went with The Shining. Ah. The Shining, like the real one. They tried to remake it later, and I 
I didn't watch it because I knew it would it wasn't gonna be better. There there's no way. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no fucking way. It's really hard to remake a classic. You can't make the shining better. You can't capture that same ambience. You they would have to capture that exact same tense ambience or better. And you're not gonna do better. Yeah, you're not going to. So you have to It was a realism. Yeah. Of how scared some of those people, how freaked out, how sleep deprived. Yeah, you have to you have to capture that same but it's already been done perfectly. Who's gonna torture those that cast that much again just to get those similar shots? The scenery was perfect. I mean every shot was perfect. There was a couple key interactions and other than that it was just kinda this low key sort of conversation. It was done intentionally to show the calmness and the silence of the place and how your thoughts could just drive you mad and the maze that just fucks with your mind you're just desolate when you go inside and everything's patterned like that it's a complete mind fuck that was my number two the shining it is a perfect mind fuck number two number two is the warriors the warriors come out come out and play oh my god dude that fucking movie. Yeah, nine delicates from every gang in New York City. So you, you went you went with Warriors for your number two. I'd like to see what your number one is. I'm going to go first. Number one. My number one, I went with Ghostbusters. Oh, no way. That's my number one movie. That is a phenomenal movie. Ghostbusters is a perfect movie. I, me and my sister watched that shit nonstop growing up. To the point where we knew every fucking word that they were going to say before they said it. I, it would probably irritate our mom. <laughs> and then later, I moved. when I moved up here, uh, I worked in the meat department with a guy. And he was talking about that movie. And we always had this like game going on to see if we could like trip up the other one with the dialogue. Yep. We never tripped each other up. I mean, it might have been a little bit of like, hold on, let me think. But we would always come up with it. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, he knows. He knows, too. Welcome to, welcome to the club. You know what I mean? That's great. So that was my number one, Ghostbusters. I fucking love it. What's your boy Rick Roy's number one? Number one. All right. My number one all-time favorite movie ever is Night of the Living Dead. Of Night of the Living Dead, baby. Night of the Living yeah. Dead. Dude, without Night of the Living Dead, we wouldn't have any zombie movies, really. Not the way they are. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead kicked off probably thousands, tens of thousands of movies. So many movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So many movies, TV shows. But if you think about it, guys. like, would there be a thriller if there was not a Night of the... You know what I mean? Like, right? just anything. It... It's it was the beginning of like so much shit, like so much horror shit. And there's so many versions of them. I at one mm-hmm. time tried collecting every single version, and I was up to a good portion of them uh, when I was in Connecticut. Just different copies, different prints. You know what I mean? And it is just so cool. And now that it's public domain, you never know what the pop's gonna come out. Yep. So I like that. I like that one. You know, I can either take the the colorized version, or I could take the black and white. Doesn't matter to me. I prefer the black and white, anyways. Yeah, a lot of people do. 
Number one, Night Ghostbusters for me, Night of the Living Dead for you. That'll wrap up the list. That was a fucking awesome list, dude. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things to think about here. <laughs> a lot of movies you both have to watch. Do you have any uh, any ones that didn't make the list? I got a couple few here. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more. But, um, yeah, for me, I have John Dies at the End. John Dies at the End. Yeah, that's a neat movie. Um, point Break, of course. What's that, Point Break? Yeah, Point Break, man. Point Break's pretty cool. I like that movie. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Exit Stents. Exit Stents? Yeah, that's a fucking weird movie. You should check that out. Okay. And Little Nemo, Dream Master. <laughs> Little Nemo? <laughs> 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 oh my god! Based on a video game, dude, that shit's dope. Yo, how, <laughs> yo, how did Night of the Living Dead beat out Little Nemo? I can't, <laughs> I can't even understand. Right? I already explained the whole Tarantino and Coen Brothers movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't even make a footnote on them. Every single movie, I have tons to say about. I love all their movies. Um. Oh, Jacob's Ladder came so fucking close to making this fucking list. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, it probably I've should have. Th- I've seen that in the theaters, dude. That's a warped movie. Fucking awesome, dude. Awesome movie. I love that movie, and I still don't get it. I still don't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I didn't want to feel dumb, dude. Jacob's Ladder, uh, oh, The Birds, Alfred Hitch- Hitchcock, The Birds. I-, I went with The Birds. Very nice. Uh, I... Almost also went with Psycho, but I was like, yeah, Psycho was great, but I I love the birds better. I don't know why. That's just me. <laughs> um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Classic yep. fucking movie. That uh, is cool. The Crow. My God, The Crow. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was a good one. The Titanic. I, you know, The Titanic's a good movie. I saw it in the theaters like six times when it came out. Within a few weeks, it was a good movie. It was a good movie to bring a girl to. That's pretty no, much. No, I mean, what it was. yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Titanic was what it was at its time. Same thing with uh, Forrest Gump, dude. I love yeah, that movie too. Forrest Gump. Oh, uh, the kids. We were talking about kids the other day. That was a very, that oh, was a shit. very important movie when we when we were growing up. It was. Dude, I forgot about kids. Yeah. So there was kids. Um, the Graduate? Did, did you ever watch The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman? I've heard of it, but I've never really seen it. Mrs. Robinson is fucking seducing this dude, right? And you're like, holy shit, these guys are going to fuck. You're just waiting for them to fuck. Like, you're waiting. It, it's so tense. That, that that scene is amazing. So that movie almost made the list. And Fre- yep. <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered almost made the list is kind of like a joke. Um... <laughs> Because it, it is regarded as one of the worst movies ever made. But, and I'm not making this up, I saw that movie in the theaters five times. I remember when that came out. I was hanging out with you when that came I out. Almost, yeah, I almost always sat in that theater by myself because nobody else went to this movie. Sometimes there was yeah. like one or two other people, but yeah. That, yeah, so that almost that almost made it as a gag. It's not a good movie, but no, I, I enjoy no, it. No, that is... That is fucking hilarious, dude. Wow. I like that movie. That movie is crazy. Yeah, I thought it was crazy. Tom Green movie, that's what it was. It got like the worst reviews that any movie's ever got, I think. But it, I liked it, whatever. Making your escape, you plunge down a hole into the town's 
You notice a light shining through a crack in the brittle wall. If you want to open the chest, turn to page four. The subtractive indie boy record podcast, they're going to be on SoundCloud. Or you can get them on thesubtractive.com. Everything's on there. The subtractive album, Another Time, is for sale on Bandcamp. You might as well just go to thesubtractive.com to fulfill all of your thesubtractive needs.